This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast, Kathy. Um, that just sounded like I was singing. <laughs> I think I sing to my son, son so much that I'm just like singing all the time, even when I'm not supposed to be singing. Um, anyway, so welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to like my Facebook page, you can like my Facebook page. It's uh, Strictly Anonymous. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the show, subscribe to the show and write a review. I love reviews. Write a fucking review. <laughs> I need to give away some shit for reviews. Someone once, I asked someone once how they get all the reviews and he was like, oh, I gave away condoms or something like that. I don't know. So I'm going to think about it. But anyway, so if you can write a review for my show, write a review. If you want to be on my show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I'm always looking for people to be on my show. It's call and advice show, and I like to talk to all kinds of people. So if uh, you think you have an interesting life or a secret life that you want to talk about, or you have a problem and you need some advice, um, and even if you think you're boring and you think you have a boring life that you want to talk about, send me an email at chickalinonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I find most people interesting. Um, so a lot of people think that their story is too boring or not interesting enough to be on my show, but most of the time, I would say 99% of the time, that's probably not true. So I don't know. Just send me an email. I'll have you on my show. <laughs> uh, today I have on a guy named Alex. And uh, I, I still don't know what I'm going to title this episode because it, it started off to be about an, another guy that was into pantyhose. Um, he had emailed me after he heard the last pantyhose guy. But it turned out to be an episode about a whole lot more. Uh, we talked mainly, mainly about his interest in pegging or maybe not mainly about. We talked mainly about everything. Um uh, but we talked a lot about his interest in pantyhose, but we, he takes pantyhose to a whole different level um, because he's interested in pegging, which is another sort of thing. And he's interested in being pegged by like maybe a guy. You, you got to listen to the whole thing and hear how it all has uh, gone down and like the history of like the stuff that he's been into um, and the history of him and his wife's relationship, which by the way, 
uh, the story that he tells uh, comes around in circles, kind of like there's a whole big twist in the middle of the <laughs> at the podcast because uh, he tells a story about his wife one way, and then you wind up figuring out or realizing, or I wind up realizing, and because of all the questions I asked, finding out that the story is a lot different, and that's really interesting if you ask me. Um, so I'm just gonna save the rest of the details to. Uh, save the rest of the details for the podcast. I mean, you know, for a mystery as a mystery. <laughs> oh my God, I can't talk today. Um, but anyway, so I'm just going to be right back on with Alex. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly? And be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Alex. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So uh, you're another pantyhose guy. Now I, I, I am. Yeah, were you the one that told me, or there's because there's another guy also that emailed me around the same time you did and told me that somebody on like a pantyhose forum had posted something about my show, so a lot of pantyhose people saw it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, is that? Were you the one that told me that, or is that somebody else? No, that wasn't me. No, I didn't, I didn't post anything like that. Okay, but no, not that you posted it, but did you see it? Is that how you found out about my podcast, like calling into my show? Or did you listen to, were you just a fan of my show? Or like you went Googling and found that one episode that you listened to? Like how did you like think to call in? <laughs> Actually, it's funny. Like I was on a, a trip back from out of town and I just searched the word pantyhose in, a, in the podcast on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. So it just came up. So I was like, oh, start listening to this. Right, right, right. Cool. Because you're also a pantyhose guy. Let's talk about the first thing that you said in your email because you sort of started emailing me like while you were listening to the last um, pantyhose guy that I had on. And he was like the tamest pantyhose guy because uh, I had a couple, right? Um, he right. was like the tamest that I had. His name was Paul. He was episode 174 if anyone wants to listen to it. And you had kind of like a little beef with him that you had said to me like – the first thing you said was like, I'm listening to this episode right now. And this guy is kind of like, you know, irritating me because I think that he's full of shit. Right. <laughs> or something like well, that. I mean, just from my own experience and just kind of by um, being like totally infatuated with this fetish, like it just became really, really unbelievable to me that he hadn't even, I think that it was a, he hadn't even like masturbated in pantyhose. Or even got off in general before he was like 18 years old. Was that right? Yeah, it was something kind of crazy. But let me just say this in his defense, because I felt the same way as you, right? And that was evident, right? Wasn't I like, no way? And like, I couldn't believe yeah, yeah. it, right? And then just later on, after he continued to talk, and then I found out that he was Asian. And I was like, you know, I remember hanging up with him and thinking like, oh, God, you know, here I was like sort of giving him a hard time you know, without sort of taking into consideration that like and kind of being ignorant, I felt like I was a little ignorant to think that like everybody is sort of like the same because like I do think that certain like races, religions, like they do 
they are kind of different. And I do think that him being Asian, like for real, like he might have been raised in a way that he really didn't go there or know to go there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really believed him. Like, I have to say, I do not think he was lying. And like I said, I felt a little weird afterwards that I was like, yeah, duh. He was probably brought up in a very strict environment. And he probably, like, I was brought up in a strict environment, but I completely rebelled. But he probably didn't, right? (laughs) Right. Right. I guess that if you were taught from a a very, very young age that was completely, um, I guess, looked down upon or... Um, Not even, I don't know that it was looked down upon or like you're just sort of kept in like a bubble where you're like super naive or something. I don't know. Oh, no, absolutely. But I remember when I was like very young, I mean, I think it was like fifth grade or something. Like I wasn't in an environment that was very, you know, sexual or like anything like that or even brought up in that type of environment. And it was like constant, you know, I just kind of feel like maybe... It's different as far as, you know, like you said, race and ethnicity and, you know, demographics. But it was just kind of like human nature, just like, kind of like, oh, well, this is fun. This feels good. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I know. I've, I've, I've begged and asked for like a psychologist or somebody to write into me and explain to me because I, it's not, he, first of all, he's not the first one. I mean, he's the first one because he's like doing this fetish, right? That you actually have the same, you're into the same fetish. So for you, you're like, what the fuck? But I've had other guys just that aren't even into fetishes, any kind of fetish, but they also like haven't really jerked off or found their dick until they're like 18 years old like swear like they didn't know that it could come and it could do all these things like it's not the first time I've heard it you know and I've literally and maybe like you know it's like a little bit of repression and like maybe you know sometimes that has to do with you know your family life and how you're raised or sometimes it has to do with being fucked up like I don't think that guy for sure was lying and I don't think he was like fucked up you know i think maybe super conservative and maybe a little repressed i don't know but i've tried no, I you know, i'll definitely give him the benefit of the doubt like i was just kind of um you know writing just kind of out of nowhere and kind of like, this guy's out of control like that's unbelievable but yeah um, for someone to um you know be be infatuated like me kind of just like wow it's amazing that he had never explored that option even though he you know like the way they look and how they felt and like he said he was even wearing them it's like so so yeah listen i i the way i grill people like seriously i had a recent podcast on and i thought that they were like fucking lying it's very hard to lie to me because like i just ask like a million questions um and he definitely was not lying like for sure right you know, but I like maybe, like I said, he was repressed and I've had other guys that, and I'm not talking about him or like they, like I said, they didn't jerk off or anything until they're 18 either. And I think that that's really weird, maybe quote unquote. <laughs> and I, I need a psychologist to come on because, you know, I, like I always say, like, I'm, I don't have any kind of degrees in any of this shit, you know, I just no, I like go by like my friends or what I know, you know, so uh, I'm totally completely yep. unprofessional. It's just my opinion. So on to you, okay, because you're a pa- another pantyhose guy. And I tried to say that I tried to let Paul know this because I don't know that he necessarily like got it. Like, but I was really like, like, you have to understand, like, this is a very widespread common fetish. I believe that it is. I, like, I've had so many guys like you're like, well, it's two, you and another guy. But then I've had other I see them ads on Craigslist all the time. Like, there's so many people that are into pantyhose and it, you know, each one has it to like a very different sort of degree and your story is different than all my other guys stories like did you listen to the other ones 
Yeah, for the most part, I got a, a little piece of each one. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, like, let's hear your story. I mean, you're kind of like uh, much more hardcore than Paul. That's for sure. You're married, though, and your wife does know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's known for like 12 years. So it was a second date, you know, and that was just the conversation. It was like that big, that big of a deal for me to be like, all right, so what turns you on? That was kind of like my intro to, you know, ask people like, okay, you tell me what turns you on and I'm going to tell you what turns me on, you know, kind of just getting it out there. Um, I've always owned it with mm-hmm. anybody who I've dated. Um, like at first, I think like back in the day, it was kind of embarrassing. Like I kind of would, you know, hide my feelings a little bit around people that were wearing them. Um, but no, ever since, you know, I was of age, maybe like 16 to 18 and started dating, I owned it. Like I was just like, Hey, this is what turns me on. And I was wondering if you would do that for me. Right. Nine times out of 10, it's like, heck yeah. Really? Well, so wait, start from the beginning though, of like when you got really into pantyhose, like I'm assuming it, it was like at a very young age, right. That you figured out that you like could, you know, were really into them sexually. How old were you? Um, so I don't even think it was sexual at first, but it was as long as I can remember, like as long as I can cognitively remember, I've always, you know, I would walk up to my mom and like rubber legs. And like, she used to say that, you know, I'd walk up and be like, Ooh, nice. Like, like before I could even talk, just crazy. <laughs> so, right, like, it was like the feeling of it. Like you liked it. Maybe that's what your mom thought at the time. Right? No, exactly. Just like smooth, you know, whatever, just like the sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it went uh, mostly like teachers and things like that. Like I was in, like kind of, you know, um, just focused in like if they were wearing pantyhose or whatever, um, you know, I would like sneak up and, and you know, make act, pretend like I'm asking a question, but like rub against their leg and, you know, things like that. Um, and that was at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I guess it was just always a thing. Yeah, but um, when did it become a thing where you started wearing them? Because, like, first it always starts off like you see them on women, right? But I'm assuming you wear them too, right? So, yeah, right when I started to, you know, start masturbating when I was a kid, like, probably 12, 13 years old, mm-hmm. I would steal something from my mom or whoever and put them on and do my thing and put them back. So it, it goes just... from, like, is it like a curiosity kind of a thing that gets you to, like, because, like, it's one thing to say, like, oh, like, I see pantyhose on a woman and that's, like, really hot to me. But, like, how does it transfer to, like, but I want to actually wear them? So, like, it's like when you're looking at them and you see them on the woman, like, there's also, like, something inside of you that's, like, you want to wear them and feel that? Do you know what right. I mean? Right. And I think initially it was, like, I just wanted to be able to feel it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I was never really wanting to, you know, like cross-dressing and that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't want to wear them for a long period of time. I wanted to see them and feel them while I was, you know, not, like, pleasuring myself. Oh, okay. So you weren't wearing them. You were just holding them? No, I was wearing them. Okay. So you would put them on. So it was more like that was your way of, like, getting sort of close to, like, the female legs when they were wearing them. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So that was like what's in your head while you're like wearing them and jerking off. It's not like you're looking at your hairy legs and like, oh, this is so hot. (laughs) 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 It's kind of like you're looking at your legs and you're pretending that they're your teachers or whoever. Right. No, exactly. Like um, like anybody else who would masturbate with absolutely no other um, outside you know, pieces of mm-hmm. of anything. Your your thoughts is what drive it, and yeah. that, that was just like an extra an extra piece of it for me. 
Right. So, but it, the thought though was of a woman wearing it. Correct. Okay, cool. All right. That's, that clears a lot for me. Cause I'm like, is it, cause, cause you do, then it does go into that whole like transgender thing, right? Like, is it like, you know, are you into the fact that you're wearing them and now you look kind of girly and that's kind of hot. And I'm sure some people have that too, right? Like there is that crossover, I would assume in the, in the world of like pantyhose now. No, I think that's, t- I, I totally agree. Um, but I'll, even up until this day, even like, for example, it's not as common anymore that I wear them, but when I do it with my wife, mm-hmm. um, and it's more of a foreplay thing. Um, but what I've kind of gathered, and I've talked to people about this, professionals, and um, it's not necessarily a transgender or like a cross-dressing or anything like that. It's a submissive type of need for me. Um I think it's based on just that in the outside world, I've always been in charge. You know, I'm a very A type of personality. I'm a drive, you know, like I'm a driver, like I'm always in charge. I'm making the rules and that kind of thing. And to feel submissive with someone is like, it's just abnormal. So that's what I search for. And that's when to feel submissive with somebody, as I guessed, um, kind of how they explained it to me when I'm wanting to be, you know, the one wearing the, the pantyhose. Right. Yeah, really? I don't know. that. That's kind of interesting. But I guess it's like, so if you want to be submissive, because like, listen, I've heard that from like a lot of my bond, like BDSM guys, you know, and people in the S&M world, right? Like I get that. And I guess maybe if like you don't have sort of like an interest in that, then the submissive sort of part of you would come you know, about like in the pantyhose thing, if like you're more like a tactile person, right? And you just like the feel of that. Like, because when you're wearing them though, like is it submissive in the fact that like you feel like a girl and that makes you feel less of a man and there that's like the submissive part of it? Like how is it submissive to wear pantyhose? No, that's a, 100% right. Yeah. Um, like I think that the submissive part comes from um, like just like you said, absolutely. Right. So maybe it's not so much transgender because that's like people who like are a man, but they feel like a woman, you know, like whatever. But it could be a little bit of like sort of similar to somebody who's a crossdresser now. No, I agree. I just don't. I mean, I don't know anybody personally, so I don't really have it, you know. Yeah. And what does that matter? Let's get back to your story. Okay. So uh, so you start wearing. I mean, you did say, though, in your email, we're going to get to it, that like you did like you are starting now to fantasize about like transgender interaction. Like you did specifically say that. Like, what does that mean? Right. Well, um, kind of along the same lines of of, like being submissive. Um, So just I guess I don't know, maybe it was like six months to a year ago. Um, and things, you know, how things like progress, like, oh, first I'm wearing pantyhose. Now, you know, I'm being treated like the bottom in the relationship. And now, you know, just next step, next step, next step. And I'm obviously reaching, researching on the internet and things like that. And I come across, um, you know, a site that has pantyhose and pegging. So I don't know if you're familiar with what pegging is, but that's when a girl uses a strap on, on a guy. Oh, and fucks him in the ass. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, that, like, caught my attention. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, talk about submissive. Like, that would be the ultimate role reversal. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I dabbled in that a little bit. And With God your bless wife? her soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. God bless her soul. She's open to it. She's like, you know, she knows that I'm a very, very sexual person. Mm-hmm. And usually any idea that I bring to her, she's like, you know, what, why not? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. She's obviously so, open too. Very, very. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started doing that, and like we've experimented with dildos and strap-ons and all this. And one day I was like, okay, I was like, so how much different does a real dick feel than a dildo? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, it's completely different. And that sparks some more interest. But and I, like I said, as far as that goes, that's never happened. It hasn't happened yet, but it is something that maybe has piqued your interest, kind of. It definitely, definitely has. And how does your wife feel about that? Oh, that's a big no. That's a big no. (laughs) Like that's not that's not happening. Not a chance. Um, I mean, I I think I I think I've gone to the to the limit of maybe you know her sexual openness (laughs) further. (laughs) Right. So, um, but no, then I because I think that her. Her, like, stereotypical mindset when it comes to, like, a transgender or a transvestite is that they look like a guy, but they dress like a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And I had done my own research, and I was like, no. I was like, look at these girls. They're freaky. Like, if they didn't have a penis, you would never be able to tell that that was a guy. Oh, yeah. Some and of them, like, are better looking than me. Like, it's, like, a little horrifying. You're like, this guy's right. a dude, and they're, like, they're, like, a fucking 10.9. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Right, and so I started sending her these pictures of them and stuff like that. And she's like, "Tell you what," she's like, "As far as I'm concerned, if you find that perfect ten that does not look like a guy, and you have the slightest opportunity to explore that, she's like, let me know, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it because she knows like th- th- that's like a unicorn; it's not happening. You know what I mean? No, but it might like, happen. What that you find a girl that looks really hot." That is a guy, like a chick with a dick, right? But right. that looks a hundred percent like a girl. She's game for that. I would think she'd be game more for the opposite. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. It's like she just thinks that it's not. It's not out there. I, she's kind of like calling my bluff type of thing. Like oh, but what you're saying is like she doesn't realize like it's totally out there, right? Right, but uh, but again, it's like like I said, it's like a unicorn. Like they. They don't really, they're not around. And if they were, how would I pursue that? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you so just don't live in that. New York, okay? Because you could just go to a gay bar any night and find like 18 of them. My, oh, old, co- my old co-host that used to be, I owned a very famous gay bar in the city. And like we talked about, because like he admitted to me once he got a blowjob from a tranny in his bar. And then like all these people started to admit to me that they got blowjobs from trannies. And I'm just like, oh, this is like a really common thing. And they're like, yeah, because trannies are hot. And like the ones that come into his bar, the famous ones in New York, like they're all over totally so i guess they're just maybe more of a unicorn in your neighborhood but i guess you're probably right yeah 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 um, okay and if it came if it came down to it i really don't know if i'd ever pull the trigger on something like that because i don't believe that i'm gay i really don't even believe that i'm bi Mm -hmm. but i just i i don't know what is it about like Having a dick in your ass that you would like. Listen, I could, Correct. I could, I could, I could tell you like this is the, one of the most fascinating things about doing my show is like the numerous times I've had guys on my show that are like 
getting fucked in the ass by a guy having dicks in their mouth and they're like I'm completely not gay and I'm not even bi like and then they explain it like and everyone just like sort of frames things in certain ways and just like you know and like I believe like however you sort of see things or see yourself as like the reality whatever you know and so like for you it's like you're not gay in the slightest right like you're not into guys but you want a dick in your ass so like if it was so that's why I guess maybe it would have to be like a woman who looks really good that has a dick though that feels like a real dick instead of like the dildo right like that's exactly what your you as a heterosexual guy that's into anal is looking for I guess that yeah you're probably right and I think that it was um you know, my wife had told me, she's like, it feels so much better. It's alive. It's warm. It's like not as hard. Yeah, there it is. A, yeah, yeah. so good. <laughs> totally. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I like the, I like the dildo. I wonder how much I'm better I like that. <laughs> yeah, so, you're going to get addicted. <laughs> you're going to be gay so, like, you know, after three times. <laughs> right. How many times before I'm gay? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that honestly, like I've gone through, I've gone through some stuff and we've been through pretty much everything in our marriage, like everything. And if I really felt like, oh, you know what, I think I'm kind of into dudes, I think that she'd be cool with that. But I'm not. Like, I, I'm happy. Right, right, right. You know, well, our listen, sex life is ridiculous. It's awesome. We love each other. And, you know, we explore these things that I don't believe that any other married couple or most married couples would even, you know, test the waters on. And so she told me, because that was the first thing she asked. She's like, do you think that you're gay? I was like, I, I don't. I really don't. And I've thought about it. No, I think you could like your relationship, like, and you probably one hundred percent don't cheat on her, right? Right. Like for real, right? Is that the truth? One hundred percent. Okay. No, well, right. How, and not, how would how would anybody else do anything other than what she does? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, the, no, because maybe if you wanted more, like, a real dick in your ass, you could go behind her back. Like, whatever. I have so many people that are living these other lives behind, and my whole point is that, like, this is what's so great about your marriage, and so great about your wife that she's open to the stuff that you say doesn't make you feel weird about it and that like if you could do that for your partner right and a lot of listen I'm sure it happens vice versa but a lot of times it's like the woman is very closed off and guys feel like you know their wife their girlfriend is not going to sort of be cool with like the things that they're into sexually so they have to do it behind their back and probably if they told them the woman would be like what the fuck like and be horrified you know Um, but it really goes to show that if women are more open right and sort of you know willing to try stuff out that their guy was into like the men would stray less right because look you're getting all your needs met at home and sometimes it's just a matter of like a guy's into something sexually and his wife is like no effing way and he goes someplace else you know what i mean it has nothing to do with love he still loves women at home but like you have everything from your girl and i think that that's great you know what i mean Right, and I feel open to go with her with, with other ideas. Like, who would go to their wife and say, hey, I'm thinking about, you know, if I could find a trainer who's hot, I want to fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's so great and, that you have these open conversations. And at the same time, I think that if it were the opposite, like you mentioned some of the other, you know, some <laughs> of the other experiences that would say, like, I would never talk to my wife about that. That would that would mean that she would think this, or she would think that, she would judge me, this and that. That would never happen. Or if they're even intimidated by bringing up, you know, what they really feel and what they really want. That's when people are like, okay, well, you know what? I bet you I can find somebody who isn't a shut off to that idea. Well, they have to, yeah, because they re- most of the time these guys, like, they really love their wife and they don't want to ruin what they have with their wife, but they have this other thing that they want or whatever that's going on. And this is, like, the big problem, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But you don't have that. You have, like, you know, you're one of the lucky ones. 
Um, I think so too. Like, honestly, yeah. now that I now that I put it all out there, I'm like, wow, it's pretty crazy. And she's like, after we're finished or whatever, and it's like those still in my ass she's like i love you and i was like you must <laughs> but let me ask you this does she get does she get off on like fucking you in the ass in a weird way does she have any kind of like sort of dominant thing that she's she, into she at first not at all at first she was just like this is like i'm not comfortable with this i think it's weird um if you're getting pleasure from it then okay um and that was like i said a year ago maybe you know, 15 mm-hmm. months, 16 months. Mm-hmm. And, but now it's like, if she doesn't feel like having regular sex, she's like, well, I'll fuck you though. If you want me to. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I think she's like warming up to it. And I think that she, she gets turned on by how much I'm turned on by it. Does that make sense? Like she's, yeah, she's totally. Like, and maybe it's better than giving, yeah. And maybe it's better than having to give you a blow job or like, let you fuck her when she's not really into it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, she, exactly. And that's how, kind of how she's always been. It's like, and if there's not sex, then it's like, all right, then guys get pissed off when there's not sex, and girls don't always want sex. It's just how it is. Yeah. And uh, but she'll so no, still sex, help you out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's so I think just lately, like she's, sometimes when we're doing it, she's like, oh my gosh, this is so hot. And I'm like, are you serious? She's like, it's hot. How turned on you are. I was like, okay, like I dig it. Right, and so now she's getting into the fact that she's like you know when she's doing those things to you because you're so turned on like that turns her on and so she's getting into the whole dominant thing just because it turns you on so much i agree yeah, yeah and i think it, it, it was a path but we've kind of we're getting there you know what i mean so that's and another I, good thing i'm sorry i keep cutting you off and people complain no, about not. that but no but that's another good thing for my listeners to hear especially if there's a female <laughs> listeners that like you know maybe if it's something that your guy wants right that you're not so into like you know maybe it's something that you could grow into right because like you said at first she was like totally not into it but after a while like she's warmed up to it and now it's not even like she doesn't mind doing it like she's starting to get into it i think that's like a great sort of story to to show that that could happen to other women in other situations or men with you know their partners that you know if they're not into something because like if you're with somebody sex is a part of your relationship and you know, if your partner's into something, like, you do owe it to them, I think, personally, to try it out, you know? Right. Yep. And I think that it's even opened up her mind a little bit, too, about, you know, maybe some of the things that she really has, hasn't has necessarily thought cognitively about, and maybe subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And she has started reading a lot of lesbian, like, erotica. And I was like, so does that turn you on? She's like, it kind of does. I was like, so would you ever act on that? She's like, I don't think so. And so she's like, well, when you go down on me, I just, sometimes I pretend it's a girl doing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, interesting. So there's, I mean, I don't think that she ever opened up with that and, you know, kind of confided in me about those feelings if I also didn't, you know, kind of tell her exactly what, how, what I wanted. Yeah, totally. And five years from, from now, there's going to be a girl going down on her for sure. I bet you anything. She'll warm maybe up to be it. A, maybe there'll be a guy fucking in the ass too then. Exactly. <laughs> I think you guys are, are going to be like full on successful, like hardcore swingers, you know, 10 oh, years I don't from know now, about that, 15, maybe. 15 years from now. But, you know, yeah, because why not? Right. When she gets more really comfortable with that and because you guys are so comfortable talking about things and sort of and then, you know, you don't just talk about it like you guys do this stuff, right? You go out and you buy the strap ons. You, you're doing it, you know, like. That I think that that might be a natural progression eventually down the line. You guys will have a threesome. Right, right. No, I agree. And sometimes her, she's hesitant to, you know, give in to the things that I want to do. Like you said, shopping in public for pants, 
one of the hottest things ever. I really? Go to to a really nice store. Um, where it's not just like whatever grocery store, like whatever. That's disgusting. That's like cheap. But like, so say you went to like a Macy's or a Nordstrom's or something really expensive, and you bought these like hundred and twenty dollar pair of pantyhose. Like that's hot to me. Like, and she knows that. Um, same thing. Like if you were to go to like a sex store and take out a dildo together, that's hot to me. She right. doesn't get that, but she does it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, totally. But wait, so back to your the pantyhose thing, right? Like you say, like you get hard just like hearing the word. Like so, when you started to you use them, you jerked off to them like very early on, like before you started having sex, right? So like it became mm-hmm. like a thing that was like a trigger for you, right? Like the pantyhose, like your dick is hard, right? And right. then you start dating girls, and what gives you like the balls at such a young age to be okay with like like talking about this to your girlfriends i think that takes that takes a lot of balls i mean i think and honestly i've always been kind of shy when it comes to stuff like that but i just would always like dumb it no down. you're not shy okay <laughs> i'm sorry you're using you might be shy in other situations but when it comes to sex you're not shy considering the fact of all the shit that you're talking about with your wife and then you said like from day one when you're dating you were always you you let it be known that you were into pantyhose a shy person would never do I that can, i would I say Paul, it, i yeah. can make it a soft intro though like i, I make it a very soft intro that's it's okay like but you art, still do it you said you did it on your second date with your girl right or third date whatever it's like oh, a yeah. third date thing that's not shy so how like so maybe you're just it's just your personality i just think it takes a lot of courage to sort of put something like that you know really out there you know, because when did you start fooling around with girls and dating them that you were talking about this? How, how um, probably like sophomore, junior year in high school. Yeah, imagine. I mean, were you really popular? Because like, imagine that gets her. Like, imagine some girls like, what the fuck? And then she tells everybody, you know how high school is. It's so petty and people are so mean. Oh, no. No, absolutely. People knew that about me in high school. And? And I owned it. They're like, oh, that's, that's weird. He's into that. He's into pantyhose or he's into tights. I was like, dude, it's like, what do you like? You know, and I just like Good put it for out you. there. Well, how old and are like, you? Are you a millennial? Yes, I am. I was born in the eighties. Oh, that's why you're just in a, a much cooler generation that people were okay. Like, I think that that's great. I mean, but if you were like really 49, like if you were 49, you just wouldn't be like. There's that just wouldn't fly in school. You know what I mean? Like, it is a just yeah. like you live in it. You you know you're you're young in a different time where things are a little bit more acceptable but i still think that that's awesome that you did like that's true like if you fucking own something like that's how you have to be with shit you know um people see things differently it's like you know because you just don't give them room to sort of put you down for it right Mm -hmm. well because they were there were common fetishes too i mean what's common when it comes to a fetish but people that i knew in high school like oh man she has really nice feet or you know i have a like a panty fetish or i like bras or like tank tops or, so like, everybody in like, your high school had fetishes that they were talking no, no, about no 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 oh. not necessarily everyone had fetishes they're talking about but people were open about what they liked about the female body mm-hmm. and i was like how is it different than i like a fabric that they wear oh right that's what you were that's how you owned it right right mm-hmm. that's cool so. that's great so you were known as like the pantyhose guy, but you were still like okay and popular, and like people were cool with you, and girls still dated you. Oh, absolutely! I usually I like I had a pretty steady girlfriend in high school, mm-hmm. so it was kind of just like a thing. And we were like having sex a lot, but she knew 
Right, because you told her. Right, and she was was down for it and was totally fine. Did you have ever any girls? Because you said you know most of the time they were totally fine with it. Did you have any girls in your dating experience before you met your wife that was like not cool with it? I really haven't. Like I, I never really um, had the conversation, and they said, "Oh my gosh, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard." Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, some girls were like, "Oh my gosh, like grandmas," or like you know, people have a stereotype that it's old ladies wear pantyhose, and I was like, "Okay, so go to Hooters or go to an NFL football game." Like many, many chicks are. It's mandatory for them to wear like nice pantyhose or nice tights. Like, mm-hmm. well, how do you explain that? Right. So. It was just kind of like that line, but a lot, um, you know, a handful of them were anti just because they thought it was like a, a grandma thing or whatever. And, you know, that right. Way. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so you would tell your girls and now like when you're out and you're with like your wife, like, are you guys open enough that like, I mean, if you see pantyhose like on a girl that's like across the room, are you getting like turned on by yeah. her? Yep, definitely. And she knows, and my wife knows that. And she's like, oh, She's, you know, she's like, oh, like she'll see me look, and then she'll look at her, and says, oh, okay, like she gets it because, right? Because that's why I'm looking. That's she has pain in her stuff. How old right. are you? How and old are you, and how old's your wife? Thirty-four, uh, thirty-five, and thirty-six. Right. So you guys got married kind of young. Yeah, twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five. Um, and so when you met her, you said you told her on like the third date. And you said, like, your sex with her has been, like, really great. So, like, she was, like, totally fine with it. And then did you start wearing them while you were having sex with her very early on in your relationship? Or did you do, like, the slow sort of introduction into it? So, so. And she was the first one that I ever had sex with with pantyhose on. Right. And how would you have sex with them on? You mean you, like, you would put a hole in it and you put your dick out? Or you're wearing them while you're fooling around and then you take them off? No, there's holes in both pair. Correct. Oh, so, oh, wait a second. So she wears a pair. She has to be wearing them, right? And yes. you're wearing them. Yes. And you have a hole in yours, and she has a hole in hers. Yep. Interesting. So so while you're fucking her, like, you're touching her legs, and she's got that feel, and you could look down at your legs, and your legs got that feel, and that's, like, a whole part of it, I guess. And the legs are touching, and, yes, it's pretty amazing. Interesting. And does she, well, let me ask you this. Does she, like, was was she at first, like, wow, that was kind of hot? No, not at all. Like, <laughs> I think, I even remember, like, we were on a, a vacation or something, and um, actually, you know what, it was on our honeymoon, and I, was, I packed a pair of pantyhose, like a brand new pair of pantyhose into our carry-on, and so it was a trip to Hawaii, so I was like, oh, this is going to be a long flight, so whatever. And so I got him out, and I was like, will you, like, will you put these on? And she's like, she's like, no, like, what am I going to, put those on like what are you talking about um but like we kind of got in a little argument about it and and she's like you know what when we get back i'm gonna make you put on a pair and i didn't i didn't like say no <laughs> I right was just, because like, she, like, she yeah um, she thought i was gonna be like oh my gosh that's gross like whatever but i was like all right i was like you're gonna make me put you're gonna make me put a pair of pantyhose on and she's like maybe and i was like I didn't like rebut. I was just like, okay. Wait a second. So wait, wait, she didn't even know while you were, because you were putting on pantyhose since the dawn of time, right? So she, you, so maybe on your third date, you tell these girls you're into pantyhose, meaning them wearing them. But when do you reveal that you're into wearing them to all the girls or just to your wife? No. Just my wife. Yeah, oh, okay. So I'm sorry, that. but you're not so ballsy after all. No, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> it's no, not I, the I big mean, reveal. Like when I when I I did this with Paul too. I think like to me, 
big deal that you're telling somebody. And I get why you could own it in high school and say, like, you're into girls with high heels. Right. I'm into girls with pantyhose. There's nothing weird about that. What I'm thinking got around your high school and what I'm thinking you're telling people straight off the bat is the fact that you like to wear them. And I always... And this is what this is what happened with Paul too. Like he was like, "Oh no, that's not. I didn't tell her that until like way later." <laughs> right. No, exactly. Sorry if I miscommunicated. No, I don't. I don't believe that anyone else knows that besides my wife. Right. Right. Because that's the weird. That's the part that is like the fetish. I, you know, whatever people like girls in pantyhose. That doesn't mean anything. But the guy wants to wear the pantyhose, like that's all. That's the fetish that when I say, you know, men that are into pantyhose, that's like what it is. I don't think I'd have a guy on my, sh- well, maybe I would that just likes to see girls in pantyhose. Like who cares? Right. You know what I mean? It's like the guy being on my show saying I like to see bras, you know, girls in bras. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like initially that's what it was, you know, and it was kind of just like, I mean, I would wear them when I was by myself, but I would be thinking of a girl in them while I was wearing them. Kind of just like... Right, but you were wearing them, but that was your your secret. It was a secret, and it was something that you were into. And so when your wife said that, it was kind of like perfect, right? Because then it opened up this thing of now you could wear it with her because you were doing that secretly anyway. Correct. Right? And so when you come back from your honeymoon, like who brings up the fact that you're going to wear them that first time? I did because she completely forgot about it. it was just of like course. Surprise, you know? <laughs> and what did and you I say? Was like, I was like, "Wait a minute! I thought I was the one wearing pantyhose." And she's like, "Are you serious?" And then that that didn't go over well. Like at the beginning, it was kind of like, "That's weird." Of course, because um, that's the thing. I have to learn. And I because I have another pantyhose podcast. I have to tape coming up. I have to learn to <laughs> phrase my question properly. Um, right. Right. That's the thing that I would think that most girls, your high school, you know, would be kind of like, hmm, like what the fuck does that mean? You know, it's not like the exactly. norm, quote unquote, right? No, I agree. And so no, she no. was freaked out by it. I think she was kind of yeah mad like doing this whatever mm-hmm. and that was the beginning of i feel like the beginning of when we started communicating about how we felt about that kind of stuff you know and i had always had the you know trying to because she doesn't have a fetish she didn't get it you know what i mean so like i was like no you don't understand like i'm infatuated with the fabric i like i love how it feels i love how it looks and you know i love how it looks on you but again it's not just you i love how it looks on all like hot women you know? mm-hmm. but when did you say i also like the way it feels when i wear them in that same well, conversation no i did i uh-huh. was like it, i mean it just feels amazing i was like i just think it would be so hot if we both had them on mm-hmm. and what did she say she's like nope i don't think that'd be hot at all <laughs> <laughs> so that little that little sexual encounter ended very abruptly and then she was confused and there was a fight and whatever else but i think um you know, not necessarily that it's normal at all, but I mean, really, I don't think anybody is. Everybody's got their thing, and I think that she was able to open her mind about it, and it was, you know, all on the up and up from there. Right, and so when was the first time that she sort of warmed up to the idea? Because now she knew, right? She knew about this thing, right? And when she said, how long have you been doing this, and asked all those kind of questions, were you sort of straight up with her, like that you had been doing it since you were little? Yeah. Okay. 
So yep. like, when does she start to like look you, be able to look you in the face and like you know be okay with the whole deal and then warm up to the fact that she's going to allow you to do that? It it was a lot. It was a long time and a lot of fights and a lot of you know. Oh my um, god! It's like I'm getting the story backwards, but that's the way shit happens all the time, which I love. That's why I love not knowing. No, right? And like I was just... questioning. Because it's like, this is like the beginning of the story, really, like before with everybody ending and the fact that she's so cool and you have this really open marriage is like the ending of, but the way you get to that place, and this is to me like more real life, is that like you go through this kind of stuff to get there. So you guys went through like arguing and fighting and her sort of, you know, wanting like you to not sort of be that person that wanted to wear pantyhose, right? Like she wasn't down for it at first. No, exactly. And I kept arguing about it. And then it became me, um, you know, me having a serious problem. I'm addicted to sex. I'm addicted to pantyhose, this and that. And, you know, we got lots of fights about it. And we even had a couple sessions of marriage counseling about it. Yeah, that's Um, great that you did that. That probably helped a lot. No, it really did. And actually, the marriage counselor tied it all back to, like, my mommy issues. That's a whole different show, I'm sure. <laughs> but and it made sense to me. So then I was, like, really turned off. I was like, ew. Like, that's not cool. I like pantyhose because my mom wore pantyhose. That's fucked up. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But then it just, like, it gradually got back. And, you know, sh- we continued to go to counseling, but not necessarily about that. Mm-hmm. And she kind of saw the light. Like, okay, there's a difference between someone being paced being wanting to be play, playful during sex and then someone who's actually addicted to sex you know like guys are always going to want to push the limits guys are always going to want that next the next big thing while sometimes girls really don't need that but wait did sex. she think you were addicted to sex strictly because you were into pantyhose i mean were you cheating on her were, like why did she think you were addicted to sex like why did she make that leap because that's because kind of like a weird le- leap because what it was constant. Like, I was constantly about it, you know, like, because she wanted to quit the whole painting house thing because, you know, I was so infatuated with it. Right. You and know, so she, you were started, like, so really, you were like addicted to the pantyhose. <laughs> right. Because that's what she said. She's like, she, she's like, I don't even think that you want to have sex with me. You just want to do the pantyhose. Right. And, and you probably got more obsessed with it because it became like this thing between you guys. Right. Like what they say, whatever you resist persists. (laughs) You know what I mean? Exactly. And the more and the more she would give into it, the more I would want it and the kinkier I would get and so on and so forth. The more she didn't want it, you mean. Right, exactly. Yeah, of course. That just feeds the whole thing, right? She just probably made it hotter for you for a certain time. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So it took I mean it took a lot of time for us to like warm up to that idea and you know we still have conversations about it like when i I talked about the the tranny and all that i mean it was the same back to square one it was like i I can't believe this oh my god oh my god this is why i'm so glad i do a way longer podcast than just like because some people have always told me like hey why don't you just do like three people on a show and just talk to people for a third it's like you because you can't because you have to keep talking to somebody to really get the truth right um, and like I said, I I still love your relationship with your girl and where you're at now. But right. the way you told the story the first time, right? 
and when you glossed over it, and like the way, and I think that this happens a lot in conversation. This is why people like sort of do a disservice to other people or because people just don't ask a lot of questions, right? So what they hear is like, if you told the story we hung up 20 minutes ago, it's like, oh, you told your wife that you want to get fucked in the ass and she was like, oh, great. And she fucked you in the ass and it was like, great. And you guys are just really open with each other and it's great. You know what I mean? And it's like- Absolutely not how it happened. So yeah, sorry for the miscommunication. It's not a miscommunication. People tell- people tell stories like that all the time and you have to just keep questioning, keep them talking and then the more details come out and then, and that's what I love because I think from those kinds of situations, people really learn, right? Like this is more of the truth and this is real life and this is what people learn from. Like, okay, say you want your girl to be into or your partner to be into something that's not like, you know, expect that maybe there's going to be fight, you know, whatever, what you went through because you're a successful couple that came out of it, right? Um, to the other side where now you're having like this amazing sex life and you're totally open and you're able to do the things you are and she's able to be cool with it and now she's realizing she's into it, you know, and you guys saved your marriage and you haven't cheated on her. Did you ever cheat on her? I didn't cheat. I've never cheated physically. Like there were like chat rooms online and stuff like that, but I never actually went out and physically cheated on her. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean... No, not at all. Right, okay. So, yeah, so it's like a much more real story now. Okay, so when you told her about the... So after she she eventually, like, how is that first time that she says, okay, let's try the pantyhose thing? Was she, like, reluctant and just did it for you? Like, when did she start to, like, warm up to the idea, considering it was so, you know, sort of bad for a while? Right. Um. You know, I don't really know specifically when it started mm-hmm. to become, a like, a more regular thing. Um. But uh, I think now it just depends on her, like her mood. Like no, I mean, like, like when right. did she allow you? Considering, like you said, like she was really anti it in the beginning. Right. You wearing them. When did she say, okay, you could put them on and I'll have sex with you? And like you guys got holes in your pantyhose and fucked with pantyhose on. Like when did that happen? And how I did it happen? Probably... Was it your birthday? And she's like, okay, I'll throw you a bone. Like what? What changed on that day? <laughs> No, I don't, I really don't know exactly what happened, but you're, you're probably right. It was probably like, okay, if you, whatever with me, like go to my mom's house or go to my daughter or my niece's birthday and have a good time, like, whatever. <laughs> it was probably something stupid. And I was like, all right, well, if I do that, then you're going to let me wear pantyhose later. It was probably something stupid like that. Right. Um, and you know what? I think that she's probably still reluctant to this day. Like, oh, because you know, sometimes now we have this whole role play thing going on where she's the boss and okay, slut, wear my pantyhose and it goes from there type of thing. Um, and that's just kind of how things work now. But I think that she's probably still reluctant to do that today, but I think that she, she knows how much I like it. Mm-hmm. So I think she does it, you know, just without even, I guess it's just not worth the fight for her anymore, if that makes sense. And I, not that I'm winning in any way, shape or form, but I think that I'm just the type of person that's not going to do anything unless I get my way, which is really stupid to say, but it's true. And she knows that. So when it's time to... So maybe she's really... I mean, you might be wearing the pantyhose, but maybe she kind of is a submissive, but you think you're the submissive, but like you're not... Like you did say that you have that whole thing where, you know, that's like the submissive part of you because you're so not submissive, right? In every other right. aspect of it's like a life. double a double row reversal <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's really not any reversal at all if she, <laughs> let me ask you this if she if i were talking to her right and she you weren't on the call like would she say that you guys have like amazing sex and a great sex life yes 
I agree. I think that she would just because she's very she enjoys it thoroughly when she's in the right mood. She enjoys it thoroughly when I go down on her. Yeah, but and that's because she's thinking that you're a chick. <laughs> look, who cares? She's still getting off. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean. Like what I'm saying is, forget about you going down on her, okay? Because we know that you know that's like half of the time it's you, and half of the time she's thinking about somebody else. Okay, would she say that like the pantyhose stuff and all that stuff that you do and the fucking in the ass, would she say that that's all like great sex or is she 100 percent? No. So she's like, but you did say that she was like starting to get into it and she was like really turning her on. Right. From time to time, I think that I genuinely think that it turns her on when, you know, when she sees how, how, like how much I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I um, think you might be a little bit of like, uh, you know, a self-centered and t- don't worry, I'm like kind of self-centered too, so I get it, but like No, I 100% you might be, admit that I'm self-centered. Yeah, you might be so self-centered that you're projecting that onto her, but she's like not it's not the case at all. I really like seriously, I don't know that I could believe your take on what she's ex- what she's experiencing because you didn't even like listen there takes a certain kind of person right that could like get off right when somebody is doing something that they're totally not into and just doing it for the other person right like most people like want to know that the other person is into it too right but a really right. self-centered person is like I don't care if you're into it or not like I'm just like I-, I want this and this is you know what I mean so she's fucking you in the ass and she's like you know I don't know looking at the time and thinking you know and just doing it for you but you don't care right because it feels so good for you you'll just fucking tease. oh no that, that's that's not that's absolutely not right because if okay. she's not if she's not like at least acting like she's enjoying it like I'll tell her straight up like if you're not in the mood to do this I'm not in the mood to do it because mm-hmm. if you're not into it then it's it's pointless I should just go do something by myself mm-hmm. because if we're not sharing joy together it's stupid like you're not doing right, that's what I mean right mm-hmm. but you don't so, know no. that she like but you say she doesn't enjoy it but she does. <sighs> I'm a little confused. I think, no, I think that she enjoys that I enjoy it. I don't think that she'd like just be like, all right, it's time to fuck you in the ass because like, that, that's what right. I want to do today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that she does it, I mean, out of her love for me. Like, right, I, really, right. I really do think that she does it because she knows I enjoy it. Just like, you know, I'll unload the dishwasher or do you clean the house or whatever. To not because she asked me to, because I know that she would appreciate it when I do. Right. And I don't think that she's self-centered because I do that kind of stuff. No, 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 but you just admitted that you're self-centered. We know that you kind of are. So, but... No, I agree that I'm self-centered, but I also, <laughs> I, I also don't believe that I would enjoy it if she didn't enjoy it. Right, 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 right. And but... I don't maybe she doesn't even enjoy it sexually. Maybe she just sees it as me as doing something for me that I like. Mm-hmm. And that's enough for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally, I get it. Right. Um, so, but let me ask you this. You said that there was like a lot of fights that went down when she wanted when you wanted her to fuck you in the ass did you guys have to go back to counseling for that or were you still in counseling no we didn't we didn't it just kind of that was just a progression honestly mm-hmm. it was just it was kind of like the submission thing she knew i like to be submissive and that was the next step so right so at first she was upset right you did say she was upset right she was she was upset she thought you know she really not really challenged me, but she's like, I really want you to think that maybe, maybe you want to be with a guy. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, I actually took that into consideration. I was like, I really don't think I am. And I did some research and found that, you know, there's the male G spot and things like that. And obviously that's why it feels good, but there's also the, the domination thing that I'm into. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, I don't necessarily think that if a guy wants stuff at all, like, right, because if you really think about it, and I've said this before on my show, like, you know, it's sad because so many guys are so, like, anti any kind of ass play. You know, I've been with guys blowing them and, like, tried to put a finger up their ass or, like, tried to something, and they're, like, no effing way, you know? And it's just, like, right. they're so horrified. If anything goes near their ass that it's some sort of gay thing. And it's, like, so, to me, it seems so ridiculous because, like, like look, if, like, somebody goes down on me that's what lesbians do does that mean i'm a lesbian because i like the stuff that lesbians do like no like it has nothing to do with it you know what i mean the asshole is just a very like it has a lot of nerve endings and it feels really good right i was always a three put input girl so i would be like just let me do something to your ass like trust me like you'll really like it it doesn't mean that you're gay but so many guys are so homophobic that they don't get it right so i don't necessarily think that it means that somebody's gay if they like it right because it's like you like it you're gay if like it's a guy if you want a guy doing it to you right but if it's a girl what does that mean you just like the physical sensation of it it feels fucking great you know exactly and i think that's a knee-jerk reaction for anyone like oh you like stuff in your ass you must be gay yeah it's such a sort of closed-minded way of seeing things you know and i think a lot of guys miss out around and say some girls like some girls love anal sex. It's like, what's that mean for them then? You know what I mean? It's like no. I think okay. if you turn around on a girl, you'd say like, oh, you like me going down on you, then you must be a lesbian because that's what lesbians do. That's the right. exact sort of uh, equal thing to turn it around, and it doesn't make any sense when you think about it that way. You know? No, I completely agree, and I think that uh, I like if you like research or Google like role reversal. There's so many things on role reversal in relationships, and there's so many things that support it as a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think that, you know, it just, not everybody's into, you know, butt play and whatever else, but some people are. And if that means that, you know. And let me ask you this before you got into it with her, right? Like somehow you came across this pegging thing and you're like, oh, that's really hot. Secretly, right. like while you were jerking off, you know, either when you were young or, you know, later on in your life, like had you ever put anything up your ass and like figured out that you like things there or was, were you like an anal virgin? No, I was a hundred percent an anal virgin. And you like, you, like you mentioned the finger thing, mm-hmm. fingers feel terrible compared to dildos. I mean, right. it sounds mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. No, like, I know. You, yeah. Yeah. It's like a little pointy pokey thing. Like you need something a little bit more softer and rounder and like, <laughs> right. Exactly. And I think like the, um, just the excitement of doing it is like part of what gets you off. It's like, this is kind of like taboo type thing. And, I don't know. Like, right, like the kink of it, of, of, right. you get into, right? And the fact that she's wearing a strap on and it's your wife and she's doing this, the reversal. It's a lot of things that go into it for you that gets exactly. you off. Right. And now, what, and so, and when you take it farther and you're like thinking it's a real dick, right? Like, and it's warm, it's more so not about being with a guy or do you think because you're a pretty honest person you'll admit it like do you think because you get into like the whole naughty factor of things that you know say your wife says you could do it with you know a really hot you know tranny right like would a part of that like turn on be like that situation would the turn on be a little bit like that it's a guy i don't know like and i've even thought about that Mm -hmm. like i i think that I think a lot of it would be like if the, if that were ever to happen, like in my pipe dream or whatever, Kelly would have to be there, you know, like right, your wife. There's yeah, like there it wouldn't be like oh I'm gonna go do this by myself. It would right. Be like, okay, now take that cock from that tranny and it'd be like a turn on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a like I want to be watched or like like 
You know, I don't know. I don't think that I would ever, ever feel the same way if it was a man. Like, if she brought another man and she's like, this guy's going to fuck him. Like, no, he's not. It's weird. Like, I don't want that. I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's just a but strange if it, But line. if you were like, right, it, it is kind of. And like, maybe you're slightly bi. I think there's like different degrees. Like, you might be like 5% bi, you know, because. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. I yeah. just don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, like bye. Like there's a difference. I, you know, I think to to be gay, you got to be like more than fifty percent like into men. But I mean, you're clearly into women. But maybe if don't you think like if a part of like the dick in your ass, the warm dick, the real dick, right in your ass with a tranny, and the fact that that's a guy, right, and that it's kind of dirty because it's a guy and like you're being kind of bi like maybe and that's kind of like the turn on that might be like your little bi just like your girl who's like sort of thinking about girls going down on her right like she no, might, she's probably a little bi and it's just the fact that it's something different and maybe a little naughty and like really like a dirty sort of sex you know that she's into right exactly and you, right you're 100% right I mean um you know, again, there's the stereotypes. Oh, bisexual, that means you're different. That's weird. That's, that's fucked up. But, you know, own it. A guy like this in my ass. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like dicks in my ass. <laughs> right. So, yeah, own it. Own it. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I... You, you know, might I don't be think a little bi. Uh, that's all I'm saying. And your girl's a little bi too, by the way. So if she ever brings up and throws it in your face because like you want to really do the tranny, like you could be like, well, you know, same thing for you if you're like, you know, reading a lesbian erotica, you know, and jerking and jerking off to women all the time. Like obviously she finds women attractive. That's bisexual, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I think they say exactly. like it's actually more common like for real, than to be completely heterosexual or completely homosexual, to have absolutely zero percent interest in so, you know something else other than like you know fifty percent of the population. So I do think like there's like people would say like there's a spectrum, right? And right. Uh, most people fall in between. You know, maybe you're like I said, you maybe your girl and you are both like the same, like ninety five percent heterosexual, five percent bi. You might be a little bi. You might. It might be hard to swallow that. No, it, it's not at all. Not at all. I, I would agree with you. Yeah, you know, um, and you know, keeping the tranny aspect and the girl part of it and all that stuff like helps. But I think that you know, and that might be even separate from the pantyhose thing. Like you know, and like you're just like into like a lot of different things sexually. Like you're pretty open minded and like a kinky person, right? Like maybe that's how you would be labeled if you had to label you, right? And no, you're absolutely. just like super open minded, and your you know sexuality sort of is you know goes along with that you know that's just who you are right no i completely agree definitely and you know i don't think and but it all goes back to the pantyhose like if i were ever to be with a trans attorney or whatever else mm-hmm. we'd both we'd both be in pantyhose like 100 percent. otherwise it's not happening right 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 but that that's a, that would be a part of it now even when so when your wife's fucking you in the ass she you have pantyhose on and there's a hole in them um no, usually it's just her who's wearing pantyhose in, the, in those situations. Oh, okay, because you want her to be wearing the pantyhose, and you're, but you're not wearing them. So if you were with the tranny, the tranny would be wearing them, and you wouldn't be. No, we probably both would be. Because so there are times when we both are. Oh, okay. So if you, like, right. So 
the first time, right? Like maybe when you were doing this with your wife, you were both wearing the pantyhose. Like that would be the hottest when you're both doing it. And that's why you would do it with the tranny. Like you'd have, why would you have to be wearing it with the tranny? I, I don't know. I just think that I think that that's how I would want it. And because you're right, it, in the situations where we're both in pantyhose, mm-hmm. that's the best for me. So that is. if I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. <laughs> right. Right. I hear you. Right. You're going to go to the, like, if this is your one time tranny situation that your wife's throwing you, the unicorn, <laughs> right? you're going to fuck that unicorn with pantyhose on. A hundred percent. Yeah. As you should own it, own those pantyhose and that unicorn. But l- let me ask you this. This is a dumb question and we're wrapping it up. Um, sure. But, would when you say you go out to these stores and you buy like do you buy a hundred twenty dollar pair of pantyhose and then put holes in them and then do you, I'm assuming I guess you just use them like do they wash well when you have the hole does the hole get bigger or does it stay the right size like or do you have to throw them out and are you it's it's a, it's a little bit of an art form no we don't throw them out like you wash them and air dry them but you just cut it like you would cut like the the cotton part out you know what I mean oh okay right so you just cut that and then out. if you like. If you cut them along the seam, mm-hmm. like it's like like for for me, like if you cut it along the seam, like where my cock would be, mm-hmm. those those the hole won't spread either. If they're like nice ones, if you go to like yeah. grocery store and pick up some, they're going to be ruined after. Right, the ones like in the no. egg. <laughs> what are those called? Those ones in the egg, or do they even have those still? Or is that for oh, my generation? I have generation? no idea. Oh, okay. no idea. Um. So yeah, but, do you uh, have a do you have a cleaning lady? I mean, like, because my cleaning lady does my laundry. Like, I was just going to say, like, do you ever, oh, no, like, does I, anyone like, ever do your job. guys' laundry? <laughs> no, my job, like, the pantyhose go into my hamper after we're finished, and it's my job to clean them. Like, she never she never deals with any of that. So it's like, all right, these are clean. These are hung up. <laughs> right, right, right. That's awesome. I mean, listen, like, you're a lot more interesting than just the pantyhose thing. Like, you know. No, I agree. And I think it's all start. It all, it all start, like, stems from the pantyhose. Like, that's where I think I got my kink. And, it, like, if it wasn't for my wife, I don't think that I would have explored it. And if I would have, it would have been with other people, you know. So, I think yeah. I mean, a you, lot of positives. Yeah, totally. And still positive about your wife, the fact that, you know, you guys have been able to stay together through all this stuff coming out um and because you guys have kids right i know that and right. you know and you could stay a family and and even though it's been a rocky road right for all these things that are coming out like you guys managed to stay together and i think what's interesting is that you know listen i mean do you really think that she just started reading lesbian erotic and pretending that you're a girl when you go down on her like please no, okay there's no way like that girl is probably, you know, having those fantasies as well, you know, for the dawn of time. Right. So it's like, you know, in a weird way, you enabled her to be more honest by you sort of like, you know, throwing it, you know, you, you, you sort of did that first and that gave her the license to do it, which I think was right. helpful for her too, if she was completely honest with herself, you know, because now no, she's absolutely. able to admit that sometimes she thinks you're gone. And I think that that's like probably something she kept hidden from you for a very long time. No, I completely agree. And I know there's something else in there too. I'm still working on her. So, oh, yeah, she's going to want a girl for real. Like, you're going to get her to have a threesome for sure. Like, she would. She just needs to be. Uh, she might take some time, you know, but I, you know, right. for sure. Why would she not want to do that in real life? If she had a partner, right. that's I, okay with it. And you guys yeah. did it safely together and you were there and she could actually experience what she's been fantasizing. She might, you know, you know, why not? Yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, we have been like, we've been approached for things like that. And she's very, very anti 
And, you know, we joke around about it. I was like, oh, well, so-and-so said that, you know, they would come over, this and that. And I was like, but, you know, I would be more than happy to do that, but everyone's wearing pantyhose. And she's like, oh, my gosh, stop it with the pantyhose. Like, it's, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think that it would, you know, I don't think it's necessarily never going to happen. So like, Yeah, but let me tell, let me give you a little piece of advice. If she ever brings up that, and when you talk about her fantasy, okay, which would be her with a girl, right? That's her fantasy. I would keep pantyhose out of it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like for yep. sure. When you're talking about that, when she brings up that, when you talk about that, there should be no pantyhose going on in that threesome because that's her fantasy and probably pantyhose don't belong there. It probably would cock block you. Um, she probably wouldn't want the other person to know about it. You know what I mean? So like when that's going on with her, like, or, you know, if you ever start talking about it, seriously, like I would just like not to be like, there's no pantyhose in that because that would be just for her, her way probably would I not agree. include pantyhose. No, I agree. And I, I never didn't think about that, but that's, Thanks for, thanks for the advice. Yeah, yeah. Keep the pantyhose out of it and keep me posted, okay? Because I could probably talk to you because I really love like, personally for me, I love like the whole psychology behind this stuff and it seems right. like you really talked about like the whole mom thing and all that. Like I wish, I tend to keep my podcast to about an hour uh, long each one. Um, I love that whole aspect of it too because I think it's really interesting. Um, so like get some more shit going down with your girl. Get her to go down on a girl you go fuck a tranny and then call <laughs> I'll tell her you said that and then that'll be my excuse. And then call me back. Wait, is she going to listen to this? Um, I'll, Yeah, I might have her listen to it. Oh, I can't wait. I told her about it, so. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's see. Um, so let's yeah, see keep what she says. Yeah, keep me in the loop. I love like stories that go on and on. I always have people come on to my show again, depending on what happens, you know. So uh, let me know what she thinks about the show. Uh, let me know about your guys' future encounters. And, you know, next time I have you on, because I have a feeling you'll be back on again one day, we'll discuss all the psychology behind it because that's stuff I really love too. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much. No, thanks for calling in. I mean, this became like a lot more about a lot of different things than just the panio. So it was really interesting. Definitely. All right, talk talk to you soon. Good luck with everything, Alex. All right, thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.